It might look like your content's not engaging anybody. It might look like, like this is not reaching anybody. It's not getting as many likes. Nobody's commenting on it. But what it's doing is it's reaching the segment of your audience that is interested in that. And previously, the people that it was reaching weren't necessarily going to be the right people who are going to buy from you anyway. Welcome to Imperfect Action. I'm Steph Taylor. For years, I read all the books, downloaded all the freebies, and did all the courses. But it wasn't until I started taking Imperfect Action that my business had its first million-dollar year. Imperfect Action is about doing things before you're ready, prioritizing consistent action over perfect action, and moving forward, even when you're not sure you're doing it right. On this show, you can expect mindset advice, actionable marketing tips, and strategies to build a business that brings you more profit, more freedom, and even more joy. Are you on the list to get my daily biz boosters? Every day, I'll send you a bite-sized prompt designed to help you grow your business in a more intentional way. Sign up at stephtaylor.co forward slash DBB or at the link in the show notes. Hey, welcome to Imperfect Action. This is episode 599. Today, I am coaching one of my Launch Magic students who is in quite an interesting niche where she has two separate audiences, but also a little bit of overlap between the two audiences. So today, we're chatting a little bit about how she can start to find content that really resonates with her unique audience or audiences. And how she can start to keep this audience engaged, leading through to then them either buying from her, buying her program, or choosing to work with her and how to really refine that entire process so that conversions go up. This is, again, a challenge that I've noticed many business owners are struggling with. So I'm really excited to workshop this with Jess today. Let's jump into today's episode. Jess, welcome to Imperfect Action. Would you please introduce yourself to our listeners? Sure. Thanks for having me. Uh, my name is Jess Green. I have just recently started my business called Grow by Design. So I've recently left my corporate uh, job and gone out on my own in terms of um, creating a business around business consulting. And I'm also a bikini bodybuilder. So I have a very intensive kind of athlete background as well. So I'm now in the business pulling my athlete life and my corporate life together and creating an amazing kind of offering for people that combines business and health, which is very right. exciting. <laughs> I love that. And I think it's so needed. So when you reached out to me, you explained that you were struggling a bit with growing and reaching and connecting with your key audience and then keeping them engaged before your launch. I'd love if you could give us a little bit more background and explain in your own words really what you're struggling with that I can help you with today. Yeah. So I think because I have those two different worlds, I've got two quite different audiences as well. And so I've, um, connecting and sharing both of those messages. It makes sense when you explain it in a, when you have a whole conversation with someone and you can say, obviously it's important to have um, your health and, and look after that side of of life, but also having your business and helping that grow and have business conversations with my audience is quite challenging in terms of if I just talk health and wellness to some people, it disengages the business audience. And then talking just business to the health audience sometimes gets lost as well. But it's so important and so powerful to have both. 
Um, but I guess just connecting and explaining the whole message every single time um, is is quite a challenge and often having different platforms, so having Instagram and LinkedIn and just tailoring the different messaging um, across all the platforms and all the people, I guess. Yeah, so your ideal clients, are they somebody who is either into health or business or is that ideal client that kind of segment of your audience that is into both? Yeah, it's, it's sort of into both. And it's generally business owners who are uh, running their own business and know that they need to prioritize their health, but just don't get the chance to. And they also know that they need to be working on their business, but they're stuck working in it, doing all the day-to-day things. And so that opportunity for sort of growth and strategy never quite, they never get time for it, but they also never get time to look after themselves. So they value their health and wellness because they know it's important, but also that kind of balance of prioritizing it um, sometimes gets lost in the busyness of running a business. And then I think just generally by the nature of people that do follow me, they happen to be in the industry, um, generally like uh, sort of personal trainers or gyms, or um, I have a lot of experience in the food background. So um, they're, they're generally that sort of business owner, um, mm. but it's not an exclusive problem just to just to health and fitness businesses, that's for sure. Yeah. So, so the, the people that you can help best in your offers, they are people who have any kind of business and they are interested in health and their wellness, like their overall well-being, right? They're not, they're not somebody who doesn't have a business and they're not somebody who has a business, but couldn't care less about their health. Yeah. Who are just happy just yeah. to kind of continue it's those people who really want to be I guess great in all areas like who really want to they want the business but they also want the health and the happiness and the body that they want and they want all all of that sort of stuff so really those kind of people who are I guess wanting it all because it's possible but it's just a bit more of a juggle (laughs) yeah so when you're struggling a little bit with that content and you were saying a bit before about how you know when you post just business stuff the people who don't have a business don't engage and when you post health and wellness stuff, like not all the business owners engage. Mm-hmm. But are those people your ideal client? That doesn't sound like they are. Doesn't sound like they're the people who we really want to be reaching in the first place. Yeah. Well that's probably true. So it's kind of been, I guess, letting go of that. <laughs> like yeah. there's probably a lot of people who are in my audience who it's maybe not super relevant as well. So I guess it's kind of getting used to that and then yeah, if it's not relevant then that's kind of fine. And that's, and it's scary because it's accepting that actually we don't want to try and create content that's going to keep everybody in our audience happy. We want to create content that's going to keep our ideal clients happy and it's going to engage those people. And it might look like your content's not engaging anybody. It might look like, like this is not reaching anybody. It's not getting as many likes. Nobody's commenting on it. But what it's doing is it's reaching the segment of your audience that is interested in that. And previously, the people that it was reaching weren't necessarily going to be the right people who are going to buy from you anyway. And I mean, the tricky bit here, of course, is that in the future, if you are going to create an offer that is just for health and wellness people who don't have a business or an offer that's just for business owners who aren't interested in health and wellness, or maybe if you have those business owners and you're trying to bring them along on the ride and educate them on why they need to prioritize it, then that's also like another bit of a caveat there. And you do have to juggle that. But if you only plan on really selling this one offer to that very specific ideal client, then 
I, I think that would really add a bit more focus into your content if you're really just thinking about what does this person need to hear from me, not what can I post to keep all the different segments of my audience happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that it definitely makes sense. It's kind of what does that bring up? <laughs> yeah, it's like it's good. It's a good reminder, and it's kind of um, I guess letting go of that. And and once it took me a while to really find and and understand that niche, but once people the people who it resonates with, they get it 100% and it really speaks to them. Um, so I guess it almost feels like going back to the start or starting from scratch in terms of um, I've got a lot of people who are engaged in that message, but also now there's, there's an opportunity to go and find new people and the people who it doesn't resonate for being okay with <laughs> letting them go. <laughs> exactly. And, and, you know, it might not resonate with them right now. Like it might be somebody who hasn't yet started a business, mm-hmm. but maybe in the future they will. And maybe that's when you'll start getting in front of them again. Or maybe somebody who's got a business and right now they're like, oh, I'm just too busy. Like, I'd love to have the time to be interested in this, but it just, it's not a priority right now. Mm-hmm. Maybe it will reach them later when it is the right time. But for now, I think putting more energy into those right people can, it's, it's almost like doubling down on what works. You said, you know, that messaging resonates with them. Um, and it feels so aligned with them. So I think that's something to focus on. Um, and then thinking about the people in your audience right now who are like that ideal client, you know, they're, they've got that business and they're interested in health and wellness. Where did you mainly find those people? Like, how have you reached those people previously? Yeah. Um, generally it's been either through networks and people that I know through, um, my business world and people who have re- referred me. And then a lot of it so far has been word of mouth, which is, Amazing in terms of once who work with me, they're like super excited to tell, to tell everyone about it and really share it. So it's definitely been more organic, um, kind of offline in terms of connecting with people who know and, and work with me or know of me and then have found me that way. So probably translating that into the online space or the digital space is quite challenging. Um, and it's, I guess there's a lot of people who, yeah, once they know me or they work with me, they're like, Oh, amazing and refer me, which is really cool. So translating that to an online audience, I found quite tricky as well. And, um, but I mean, there's yeah. such a, there's such value in those offline things. And then we can also start to use, you know, all the tools and systems that we have in our online businesses to start to amplify that, the effects of that. So if you start to think, okay, I'm already getting word of mouth marketing happening, which by the way is so rare. And when you've got that, it's awesome. Um, So then we look at, okay, how can we use the tools that we've got in our online business to amplify that word of mouth marketing? Is it that we are reaching out to past clients and saying, hey, like if you um, refer a friend to download my free ebook, you get a little bonus something, for example. Mm -hmm. Is it that we're saying, you know, for the month of January, if you refer a friend and they sign up to work with me, you'll get a something bonus as a thank you. Yeah. Um, so starting to really amplify that word of mouth, how can we incentivize it? How can we make it go further? So uh, if people are giving you like um, word of mouth recommendation or giving pe- giving word of mouth recommendations for you, asking them for a testimonial as well, mm. if you don't already have one, yeah. maybe grabbing a video testimonial, sharing that online. All of these little things are taking what's happening offline and it's turning it into the online world. Mm-hmm. 
And then thinking about your networking, you said that was another great way you grew earlier on. Mm-hmm. Well, how can we use the online world to grow that network even further? And that might look like reaching out to people who are in your network and asking them if they know anybody else who would be interested in what you do and maybe introducing you. Mm-hmm. If anybody in your network has a podcast or a YouTube show or uh, a blog, for example, reaching out and pitching them for a guest article or a podcast interview or a YouTube interview, or even doing an Instagram live with them. That's, these are all different ways you can start to get in front of those audiences. And if you've already got the relationships and got the network and they've got the audiences, then it just becomes a matter of showing up and giving value to their audience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's definitely lots of different ways that you can be creative with it and I think it's yeah. now about just uh, not being shy and I think having all those different parts of I guess what I do I've always been hesitant to share all of it which I think I've kind of got it had to get over myself in the last couple of weeks and months where it's like actually I I am great in business or I am also a bodybuilder <laughs> this kind of owning all those different parts and being okay to to talk about it on all the different things and asking people for those testimonials and and sharing being okay to share all of the different work that I've done with people because it's um it's very cool and so it's I guess helping them share their message as well which makes a big difference and you know what like it's scary sharing all of those different parts but that's what makes your story unique and that's what makes somebody who resonates with you more likely to buy from you than from a competitor that might have almost the same kind of offering right Mm -hmm. Whereas you, there might be so many people out there who are like, oh, here's a course on how to build a business or business strategy, for example. Yeah. But there might not be anybody else out there who has the, or well, there won't be anybody else out there who has your unique experiences, all of the different things that you've been through, all of the various you know, qualifications <laughs> and things that you've done to get to the point where you are here. And I think not sharing that whole story is doing yourself such a big disservice. It's really diluting your messaging and most, you know, it's kind of watering yourself down to be for everybody rather than being okay with the wrong people saying, look, I don't resonate with you. I'm going to go over here, which is normal. Like, that's good. We want that yeah. because then for the right people, the people who are like, oh, Jess has such a cool story. I like this. Like this girl, I can resonate. Yeah. They're much more likely to come to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it definitely makes sense. Yes. Yeah. How did that feel? <laughs> it's good. Yeah. And I think it's, yeah, it's exciting. And it's just, yeah, being okay with that and and owning it because it is different. And I am kind of encouraging people to be going after everything and wanting everything and being okay with that and giving them the systems to do it. Um, and I'm not saying that it's always easy, but I so I definitely have a, a slightly different message in the market where it's like actually you have to work hard and put in the hours and the time. Um, but you can have everything. You just have to to work hard at it and, and be smart about it. So. Um, that doesn't, that message doesn't resonate for everyone, which is cool. Cause if, if it doesn't, then <laughs> you're not the right fit anyway. So that's right. not going to work. They're so. not going to buy from you. Yeah. Like, and do you really want somebody who's not going to work hard and put in that effort to get the results buying from you and like wanting to work with you? You don't because they're yeah. not going to get results. <laughs> they're going to feel like they just didn't get the best value out of it. You're going to feel really like, Oh, could I have tried harder? Could I have helped them better? Or they might become like a really needy client where you have to do everything for them. So you actually don't really want those people working with you anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It wouldn't, wouldn't quite work. So yeah, it's similarly being, yeah, learning that and, and communicating that and 
and all the various messages and platforms and things, I guess. So, yeah. Yeah. And now I know another one of the things you were struggling with was generating warm leads. Now, something I do want to say on this is we, it's really hard to generate warm leads. Like we generate cold leads and then we warm them up. That's kind of how it works. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'd love to know, like, other than obviously showing up on social media and you're posting content there, other than that, what else are you doing to warm those leads up at the moment? Yeah, I think it's probably, probably where that was is, is moving people from, um, because obviously everyone starts kind of cold and then moves into a warm lead. But once I have, I've got quite an engaged, like, warm audience, but then it's that next step of, like, actually converting them that, I'm probably really struggling with where everyone sees the value and they're really interested in that kind of right there. I've got lots of people sitting on the fence but, um, or just a, a community of people who, who see that value and they're kind of in the bubble but haven't converted. Um, so I, I now have um, next week actually because I just kind of got a bit of a hustle on and gave myself a deadline. So I've got a um, masterclass next week, which is now great to be able to, to funnel everyone who is a warm lead somewhere and probably just be able to have these conversations and actually be able to share and showcase what I do. Um, because I kind of, yeah, was just having lots of conversations with people, but I was, I needed to funnel them, give them a, a reason mm-hmm. to buy or give them, I needed to create some more value for them so they could actually really see what it is that I offer. So, um, instead of, Jumping yeah. like an application call straight away. It was like, hey, let's, I'm going to give a, a masterclass a go, which will be hopefully a place to put, to send away warm leads to yeah. give them more value to help showcase that. So, um, that's kind of been this week, this week's strategy yeah. to kind of move that. But I, cause that was definitely my challenge was lots of people were interested, but just that, that in taking the next step has been a real challenge. Yeah. So you kind of, you, you half answered my next question there, which was going to be, <laughs> what is that process? Like from that piece of content that they're reading through to them buying, like what are those next steps? So obviously at the moment you've got the masterclass where you're giving them that call to action. And I'm assuming previously you said, um, the application calls or discovery call, whatever you want to call yeah. that. So then, you know, were those the only two calls to action that you're giving? Um, yeah, at this, at this point. Yeah. So like, Either listening to a podcast or connecting, um, via some content on, on Instagram or LinkedIn or something like that. Um, and then, then yeah, most people kind of just reaching out and, and having an application call. So, and how do those calls convert? Do they convert well or are you not, are you struggling to convert on them? Um, that of 50 50. So it definitely yeah. could be better. And I, I mean, think 50% is not bad. <laughs> yeah. Which is, which is good. I think by the time we actually, people are committing to a call, they kind of, already yeah part of the way through because it is such a personal thing to do to to jump on a call and it's um I find that's the way that I can definitely identify as you said like that they're the right fit for me and for them. Um so people are pretty committed already but that it's not kind of probably isn't still converting the as much as what I'd like. Yeah. Or is it I mean because fifty percent's not bad, but is it the challenge you're struggling with is getting enough people to book in the calls? Yeah, actually, that's probably that like little piece okay. of it or more. Yeah. Without having, yeah. All, it's one of the challenges having like millions of calls. <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously yeah, we I mean, don't want to be doing millions of calls. So, <laughs> yeah. So it's almost like a two part approach, right? You want to make sure that the people who are jumping on the calls are pre-qualified mm-hmm. to the extent that, you know, 
that you know they've got the budget and you know that they're serious, which I mean, yes, like you said, when they're booking in the call, they're already fairly committed. But we also want to make sure that the people who are sitting on the fence about booking the call have everything they need to know to make that decision about booking the call or not, because it is, it is still a commitment to book that call in. So when you give the call to action to book a call in, where does that link take them to? Is it to a sales page? Is it like a calendar link? Yeah. To like a sales page. Okay, cool. And then on that sales page, what is the key messaging? Like what is the reason somebody is going to want to work with you? That you, What's the thing you're selling them on? Yeah, it's it's a personalized approach. So it's um, the whole process and it, the opportunity to work through in a really personalized, really streamlined way, all of their goals, all of the things that they want to be. Um, what's the outcome for them once they finish working with you? Like Let's say they sign up, they work with you for what, what's it? 12 weeks, six months, however long your like packages are. Yeah. What do they have at the end of that time? They have a happy and healthy business growing in their business and they have a happy and sustainable life. So they just feel more in control of life, happy in their, their body and their health and their wellness, their mindset, their relationships, but also their business is growing and they are getting through all the things that they but it's on their to-do list that they never got to, but they actually have clarity and purpose in their business as well again. So um, health and wealth is kind of what I'm what I'm I all like about. That. Yeah, health and wealth in, in business and in life is where you end up. Yeah. And do you have that spelled out on the sales page? Yes, it's now called health and wealth, <laughs> which, is, um, which is kind of where I landed because it was, um, yeah, I guess it takes, took me a few sentences to explain it, but it is, yeah, having health and wealth in life and in business is what I'm yeah. what I'm supporting people with. Yeah. So I think like next steps for you then. So looking at how you can improve that conversion rate of the call, maybe adding a few questions before somebody books in for the call mm-hmm. um, to pre-qualify them and make sure that they do have the budget um, and that they are, you know, it's a priority for them to take action now. Yeah. Um, with the sales page, looking at what percentage of people are converting from that page to those calls. Mm-hmm. That can be really beneficial, but also potentially, I don't know if you can track this. It depends on what tool you're using, but potentially looking at people who've clicked through to the page and not booked in a discovery call and reaching out to them and asking and saying, Hey, I noticed you clicked through, but you didn't book a call. I'm really curious to find out why, like what's holding you back. And some of them might say budget, which is fine, but you might get some other insights. They might not understand what they're getting out of it, or they might not understand why the one-on-one approach is so valuable. So there's a lot of different things there that it could be. Mm-hmm. And then also looking at how can we get more people onto that page so that they can then more, more people can then book in for those calls. Yeah. So checking that you're giving that call to action regularly. Same with the masterclass. Once you've got that is we want to be talking about it a lot. We want to be mm-hmm. making that the natural next step from all of our free content. Yeah. And then, yeah, just optimize. It's like, it's like a little funnel, right? We get people in the top, they click through. And then some of those people will click through onto the discuss, onto the application call. And then Mm -hmm. some of those people will convert into buying from you. And it's not going to be a hundred percent of the people who click on that link are going to work with you one on one. And you don't want that because they're not all going to be the right fit. You don't have enough hours in your week to do all of that. (laughs) Uh, but we want to make sure that the ones who are coming through are the right fit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, that and we want to optimize each step of the way as well. Yeah. Yeah. Is this all making sense? Is there anything I can clarify for you? Any questions you have to follow up on those? 
No, I think that that's all, that's all making sense. It's definitely about kind of letting go of the people who aren't in the bubble, who aren't going to be those people who don't want all of those different things that I'm offering. Um, and then really just speaking to the ones that do, the ones that get excited about the opportunity to have health and wealth. Um, and just talking to them, nurturing them, and then making sure that the flow and the systems help capture them, uh, really clearly helps communicate it properly. And then go from there. And doubling down on all of those offline things and bringing yeah. in some of the online, some of the online business tools to yeah. those offline things that have been working to grow your audience previously. Um, and you might also find that once you really hone in on that ideal client, the, the people who are interested in health and wealth, Maybe go through the sales page, go through your website and really get mm-hmm. really like fine tooth comb with the messaging and ask, is, am I trying to appeal to everybody here or am I trying to appeal to the ideal person? Because that ideal person might see some messaging on your sales page, for example, where you're trying to talk to everybody and it might say something like, um, you know, you don't, you're too busy in your business and you don't know why you should prioritize your health, for example. Now, somebody yeah. who's got a business and who already prioritizes their health, they're going to straight away think that's not for me. Yeah. So we want to make sure that all of that messaging is so aligned with who that ideal person is. Yeah. So that's your that's your main bit of homework. Yeah. No, that definitely makes sense. Yeah. If it's, if it's not going to match my target audience, I'm not going to make sure it's not there. Awesome. Yeah. Well, this has been so much fun working with you on this, Jess. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. All right. That is it for today's episode. If you haven't already hit subscribe, make sure you hit the plus button in Apple Podcasts or the follow button in Spotify and you'll get each new episode straight to your podcast app every Monday, Wednesday and Friday. And if you have any friends who you think might be struggling with this issue, hit the share button, copy the link and send it over to them. It's how I get to help more people. Thank you so much for listening. Catch you next time.